COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy, y'all. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, heartland of America. You can find me anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. You can find me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. Probably wondering why you're seeing my face right now. I said I was going to go on a break, and I'm still, still kind of not a, a thousand percent right now. But this is time-sensitive material, and if I don't talk about it um, within this time frame and give my opinion on it and be level with my audience, um, I feel like I'd be doing my audience a disservice. So here, here we are. I am an 80s baby, as all, as all of you guys know. And 
when the Iraq war happened, I was in eighth grade. Everybody under the sun was basically telling us that we had to support the war, even as, as people in middle school. No, scratch that. I was in seventh grade. Um, so, yeah, it's seventh grade. Everyone under the sun was saying that we had to support the war or we were anti-American or we were turncoats if we weren't for it. Like, I, I, like I, like I didn't, like, I wasn't really that politically astute at 12, 13-ish. Um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really get to that until, until, you know, um, getting into high school. But, like, I remember that Iraq war. I remember the build-up to it. It just felt like there was a lot of groupthink back then. It just felt like, like, you couldn't have an opposing opinion. And I saw how they treated the Dixie Chicks when they said that they, that they were, that they didn't support the war and they were ashamed that Bush was from Texas and they shared the same state with the guy. And that, that was enough to get canceled. Like you couldn't have a contradictory opinion towards it, you know? And this was in, in 2003, 2004, this was before the age of, of, of real social media. So you could not have a counter narrative you could not get your message out there to enough people that wouldn't a get shouted down or get you fired off mainstream media that was overwhelmingly supporting it or b um b you can i mean there just wasn't again there wasn't the social media channels there wasn't youtube there wasn't dual core processors that encode high speed um or, or, or high bandwidth video, you didn't really have that in large numbers in 2003. Like, you did have a lot of people that were getting high-speed internet, they were getting DSL, cable, you know. Um, but, I mean, I, it wasn't really till the mid-2000s that everyone under the sun had that, and you started seeing multi-core processors that could, that could push these HD videos, and, and smartphones that could record videos on the fly. You didn't have that then. So what what Tom Brokaw told you, what Peter Jennings told you, what Dan Rather told you, um, that was gospel, you know. And you were, and if they had their own conservative or liberal biases, because they were the only game in town, you had to listen to that. And if they were telling you that 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 Saddam had weapons of mass destruction, there are no serious counter narratives arguing against that. So most, most of the media back then was telling you to support it. But now with Twitter, Twitter and social media and, 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 and YouTube and, and people having channels with 10, 15, 40, 100,000 millions of people, people are, people are able to reach as much people now with social media than Prestige TV is. And they've been comparing Rogan's numbers to CNN and he's actually smoking CNN now. And this brings me to my to my my major point. I know I know Rogan's past. I know Ro I know Rogan. I know Rogan has been sus for 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 years. Like I've I've like this stuff is not new to me. But again, I mean, I'm 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 more of the mindset of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And again, this brings me to my central point. Millennials and Gen Z do not fuck with the mainstream media, and there's a variety of reasons why we don't. But the biggest reason is that we, the mainstream media suckered us, suckered our generation into, into the Afghanistan and Iraq war, which the boomers and the elders that, 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 that put us into this war to, um, 
again, I mean, we have an all volunteer army, but with the cost of college, so many millennials go go to the military so they can they can have a, a chance at a middle class life. So many people my age, the eldest people when those towers went down, the eldest people of my generation saw those towers went down and they went and and, and went and and, get, and went to the military. They wanted to they wanted to serve and protect their country. They wanted to get vengeance for those terrorist attacks. The oldest people of my generation. The oldest people of my generation, eventually my cohort and the and, and Gen Z, they were suckered into a war that the boomers had zero intention of winning. All those thousands of millennia and zoomer lives were sacrificed in vain by Bush and by the elders in charge, by Bush Obama and the elders in charge, and they had zero intention of actually winning it. And again, I've talked to people at various, again, when I, at, at the place I was working at this, this fall, like one of my coworkers, she, again, she's like in her seventies and she was alive during the Vietnam withdrawal. And he's, and she said that, 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 that Biden did a worse job at the Afghanistan withdrawal than, than Richard Nixon did. Like that should, like that should, that speaks volumes, man. And Again, like millennials and Zoomers, the case in point have not forgotten that the mainstream prestigious media that, again, you know, the, the, all those prestigious people I've named and then some that we've trusted for since our, our, our childhood in the 90s, they, they suckered us in, they suckered our generation into a war that they had zero intention in winning and let millennial and, and, and Gen Z lives die in vain. Like most of us have never gotten over that. And the second reason why people my age don't fuck with the mainstream media and why we fuck with people like Rogan. Another reason why we don't. In 2016, when, when our candidate, our George McGovern, if you will, or our, our liberal candidate that our generation wanted to support, Bernie Sanders, I supported him in 2016 and 2020. The mainstream media was relentless towards not giving that man a fair shake. They kept calling any any proposal, which again, most of most of the policies that Bernie is proposing are standard FDR policies. These are just policies that we've we've gotten rid of since going towards neoliberal capitalism and and going towards free market, going towards uh, what's the name, trickle down economics. With, with, starting with Reagan, where he's just bringing back the 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 the, the Democrats of the 1930s and 70s. He's not a radical. And he's just bringing forth policies that are that are pretty normal and pretty anodyne in Western Europe. But the media kept making him seem like he was crazy. They kept making him seem like he was unelectable. They kept counting the superdelegates in 2016, even though in, 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 in primaries, especially Democratic ones, the superdelegates don't count until the, the, until the convention, until the people cast their formal votes in the Democratic convention. But the media kept saying, oh, Hillary had had 500 extra superdelegates. And I think it's about the superdelegates. Superdelegates are basically party elders. They're basically old school party elders that, that they may have been governors, they may have been VPs, they may have been senators or congresspersons, they, they may have connections in, in democratic politics, but they're just party, they're just establishment um, loyal party members, pretty much. And they had their thumb on the sale against Bernie. But again, they weren't, they weren't they weren't intellectually honest about 
Bernie's chances. Hey, they kept counting those super delegates all the time. They kept calling him unrealistic. They kept putting the the Hillary Bernie debates during like Saturdays, where where they're outside of prime times, where where most people wouldn't have the time or wouldn't know that it was on. They wouldn't really announce that it was on. They did all these slick things to undermine Bernie in 2016, and then in 2020. They, they used Warren to say that he was a sexist, even though he was not even going to run in 2016 if, if Elizabeth Warren won. It, like, he was encouraging Warren to run in 2016. He, was, he said he would, he would have never ran if she had done it. Yet they, the media disingenuously tried to make her seem sexist. Like, those are, those are the two major things I can count where, where, the, where the media betrayed me. I used to be very very loyal to the mainstream media. I really did. You know, um, I used to be very loyal to ABC because that's what was on in my house. And when I grew up and stuff and I, I ran my own plays and stuff, I would have MSNBC and CNN on until until I would say I was 28. And, and, and until I saw these, the two, uh, until I saw, you know, how Bernie was done in, in 2016. And, um... Yeah, seeing how he was done in 2016 and remembering how they lied about the Iraq war. And then 2020 was the icing on the cake. And that's that's what betrayed my confidence in, in mainstream media altogether. And that's why I don't really mess with them anymore. I'm sure a lot of millennials and Zs have pretty similar stories. Um, but again, I mean, I yeah, Rogan is not perfect. And I don't I don't stand by everything he puts out. Um, there are some episodes I've I've watched where I've wanted to punch my monitor, and there there have been episodes he's he's put out, especially one with one person when he was saying that 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 people like me have, have are more prone to aggression. I I'm not gonna watch that episode. He's put out episodes I'll never watch. He's had guests that I I, I hold in contempt, but it's his platform, so he could speak whatever he wants. I see this whole Rogan saga as the mainstream media admitting that they've lost the millennials zoomers and and the a's that are going to you know they're going to come aboard in 10 years or so 10 15 years they will will see voting we've lost them we, we, rogan's ratings again i mean yes he got bought out by spotify so he's not technically indie anymore but before he bought, got bought out by spotify he was just recording out of his basement and he was just self-funded you know but again the mainstream media that's losing the millennials and Zs and they're losing the narrative to independent journalists like myself, independent media people with, with, with channels like myself, they're losing the narrative to average Janes and average Joes. Average Janes and average Joes are, are finding that they can discuss more cogent news stories amongst each other and they can share advice and share knowledge with each other. And that the mainstream media, again, they just have the advantage of a gigantic platform. But a lot of them are not are not that much smarter than you and me. They just happen to go to the right schools and happen to know the right people and happen to have ha been been born in the sort of right socioeconomic class where they can take a lot of unpaid internships and 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 and, and get support from family and, and, and parents. Again, this isn't a, 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 a field that the average person can get into nowadays. It used to be a working class field, like like Matt Taibbi said. But now, with all now, it's just it, again, it, it's only a certain pedigree that can really break through mainstream. So what's that? What's so? What? Do, where does that leave the average Jane, the average Joe that that feels that 
that the mainstream media is not covering cannabis well enough or they're not covering the price gouging of these stores well enough. That leaves it to you and me who have to start our own channels because the mainstream is hardly talking about it. The mainstream is controlled by boomers and older Xers that don't, again, they don't see the plant with the same love you and me do. So people have to create our own platforms that speak our own truths. You're not going to shut us down. Again, I don't agree with what everything Rogan does, but Rogan is, again, he is, again, he, Rogan is an arch rival and a direct threat, threat to the mainstream media. The mainstream media telling you that, that, that the, the, the vaccines are the only cure towards this. Even though I could go on Twitter right now, I can go on Rumble, I can go on any number of, I can go DuckDuckGo, and I can see people in other countries sharing that their government gives them ivermectin and that it has helped them. You can't shut it, you can't shut that narrative down like you were in 2003, 2004. We have smartphones. We have social media. We have all sorts of platforms to, to, to counteract the one narrative that you used to be able to peddle before, before the late 2000s. They don't like that that they're that they have competition now, and they want to steamroll Joe Rogan and then slowly steamroll over all 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 their most podcasts that are not telling something that 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 is that aligns with their narrative. They want to eventually shut us all us quote unquote troublemakers down. And if you don't if you do if you do not see that, then you have a room temperature IQ. But not from me. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. You can find me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod and on Getter at IC Sativa Pod. And as always, everyone, be Medicaid, my friends, free Julian Assange, and long live the First Amendment. Peace. But I do have one last thing that I want to talk about. But I do have one last thing that I need to speak about. And this is about the trucker rally in Canada. I support the truckers a thousand and ten percent. Um, I've had family that's, that's done trucking for a bit. Um, I've worked at UPS for a good two years. Um, was UPS my best job? No. Did it pay some of my bills? Did it pay my bills? Did it pay some of my bills? Sure. Was it was it the best job I ever had? No, but those truckers putting in the loads and us and us us unloading it, that keeps me employed. That keeps me with a paycheck. And the contract that I just ended with with, with the company I was working at, again, I mean, we we the company the company that I was working at, I don't want to dox myself here, you know, we receive we kind of like I, I, we, I like my role was like a public private sector sort of role where we were processing city and, and local municipal documents. We were processing and scanning them and, and cleaning them up and stuff. You know, um, those, those, and, and again, I mean, we had a back entrance where, you know, the truckers would bring the loads of, of the documents. Without them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, have worked for nearly a year. I wouldn't have had a nearly year contract where, you know, I was, I was doing quite a bit. Um, I'm very thankful for those opportunities. I'm, and, and the older I get, the more thankful I get for truckers. Because truckers, when we get down to brass tacks, they keep society running. 
they keep me they put money in my tank they put they put gas in my tank they put money in my wallet they pay my bills I support the truckers a thousand and ten percent and I support people fighting medical tyranny of any kind at hundred and ten percent nobody should be able to nobody should be forced to take anything that they don't want to take period I don't I, again I don't like this this vaccine passport like like path we're going down because again like like the, like like the wiretabbing and the loss of freedoms after 9-11 i feel like they're gonna they're gonna keep this 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 some of these pandemic things that they took away from us i feel that they're gonna do they're, they're gonna be like oh let's have a climate change lockdown oh let's have oh my goodness we need to have a, a lockdown to install more 5g or we like it's just i and, oh well Oh, let's require the flu. Oh, do you want heating oil assistance? You better get your flu shot. Oh, do you want Medicaid? You better get your flu shot. Oh, do you want food stamps? You better get your flu shot and your co and your yearly COVID shot and your yearly tetanus shot. And all those shots. They can just they can just start requiring you to do that. Who knows how 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 far they can take this? I think we ought I think we ought to stand up to it right now and stop it right now before it gets to that. Because again, those in power they don't they don't they don't look at they don't. Again, when you are looking at and working with people that don't have a moral compass or a moral center, they don't care what they have to do to screw you over for more money and power. And they'll do just that. But one thing for certain, the truckers are keeping money in my tank. And they are they are they they have kept me employed in the past. And I'm 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 forever grateful for that. So again, truckers for freedom in Canada support you a thousand and ten percent. And I hope and we'll see we'll see where it all goes we'll see peace if you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project there are quite a few ways you could do so supporting us helps us keep the lights on pay rent pay for hosting equipment and travel you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV. 
nine. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as dog treat 20, tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.